This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Thanks for listening to our AWLS podcast series. I remind you to always go to www.wildmedu.org to look at our other programs and ways that you can study and certify in uh, wilderness medicine, especially uh, advanced wilderness life support and basic wilderness life support if you've not uh, studied those. Uh, We want to give an update on uh, a new tick-borne illness that uh, is appearing in regions in the United States of America. Up until now, it has uh, never been seen there before. This is a rare but sometimes fatal tick-borne infection uh, seems to be expanding uh, in the areas in the eastern United States, uh, in Maryland and Virginia particularly. This is a region of the country where this particular vi- virus called the Heartland virus uh, has not been spotted in humans up until now. Uh, a, re- a recent report uh, has shown a case, at least one case in a man where this uh, has uh, happened. Uh, the report was released by the Emerging Infectious uh, Diseases by officials of the Virginia Department of Health, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the National Institute of Health, as well as doctors from Johns Hopkins University in the United States. The case was uh, a man in his late 60s who visited uh, an emergency room in November of 2021 uh, with symptoms of fever, diarrhea, aches, and general discomfort. He appeared not to have any tick bites, but given his symptoms and the fact that he had spent time between two homes in, a, in rural Virginia and Maryland, the doctors suspected a tick-borne infection and sent him home with antibiotics. Unfortunately, two days later, he returned to the emergency room with new symptoms, including confusion, unsteady gait, and he was then admitted to the hospital. Uh, the man continued to worsen and he was soon sent to a specialized care center. Despite testing for various germs, doctors couldn't find the source of his illness. He eventually developed he developed uh, a very rare uh, but life-threatening condition in which the body's white blood cells attacked the organs. His lungs and liver started to fail, and he developed cardiac arrest. He was placed in palliative care, and 13 days after his symptoms began, uh, he died. Uh, They still suspected that he had contracted an infection spread by insects or ticks. Given the possibility of an ongoing threat to the public officials with the Virginia Department of Health uh, launched uh, a very uh, careful and detailed investigation. They sent blood samples to the CDC in the United States uh, for more extensive testing and, and then went to the man's home in eastern Maryland, central Virginia, the following summer to collect ticks in the area. The CDC testing finally revealed that he was infected with the Heartland virus, and a subsequent autopsy determined that he had died from complications of that. Now, there's something to be said about the Heartland virus because it's a brand new uh, tick-borne infection that had spilled over recently, but it was discovered in 2009 uh, by doctors at the Heartland Regional Medical Center in northwestern Missouri in the United States. It is known to spread by the Lone Star Tick, which is commonly found throughout eastern uh, United States, the midwestern United States. Uh, This uh, uh, Lone Star Tick is responsible for uh, the alpha-gal syndrome, which um, 
is also a newly uh, defined disease entity where uh, a lone star tick will bite a hoofed mammal uh, and get the alpha-gal sugar and then bite a human, and then the human is sensitized and will then become um, uh, uh, allergic to uh, meat, particularly uh, beef or the hoof mammal that that tick had bitten. Uh, and so uh, this is a, a big deal uh, to watch for the lone star tick, as it's very, very uh, common. Uh, many known cases of heartland virus have led to hospitalization and death, but it's only been sporadically documented in humans. Only around 50 cases have been reported in over a dozen, a dozen states to date, including Kentucky, Indiana, and as far north as New York. Maryland and Virginia are within the text, uh, the t this particular text expected range, but this case that we just talked about of the heartland virus appears to be the first ever uh, traced back to either of these two states. Because of the larger tick population found in the man's home in Virginia, the reported authors of the paper believe that he caught it there. Interestingly enough, they failed to find the virus inside ticks at either location, but that doesn't rule out its presence in these areas, they wrote, particularly because the virus seems to circulate in ticks at very, very low levels. Uh, they further suspected that the man caught the infection from the, a larval tick rather than an adult tick. That would explain why he didn't notice the initial bite, uh, given their smaller size and their smaller bite. And this is why doctors fa failed to find any evidence at the time, although uh, he did fell sick two weeks later, uh, since any bite could have uh, healed by then. Compared to the much uh, more common tick bites like Lyme disease uh, in northeast United States and in upper central United States in Minnesota and Wisconsin area, the heartland virus is a very rare danger to humans. We need to emphasize that. But it is possible that we're missing many milder cases of heartland or that these infections are misdiagnosis of the tick-borne diseases because they, uh, you know, honestly uh, tend to share common symptoms. And thanks in part to, to uh, climate change, ticks are generally expanding their distribution throughout the United States and the world, which will make all of these many diseases they carry a bigger threat. Because uh, ticks are increasing overall, the incident of previously uh, regional tick-borne infections, such as the Heartland virus, will uh, continue to increase. But Heartland virus is not the only uh, tick-borne disease that is on the rise. Babibiosis uh, cases are on the rise in uh, the United States uh, and in North America as well. Uh, states in the United States, Connecticut, Maine, and Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, have, uh, now are endemic in uh, these states, including Maine, New Hampshire, and uh, Vermont. Uh, so uh, they have been collecting ticks and looking for these from 2011 to 2019 in these uh, particularly uh, 10 states. Uh, members of the public and healthcare providers in these states uh, with endemic babesiosis and bordering states should be aware of the clinical signs and risk factors of babesia infection. The latest report comes amid a 25% rise in the number of U.S. ticks-borne uh, diseases cases overall. These include Lyme disease. And uh, the number of babesiosis cases re uh, that have been reported increased from uh, 40,000, uh, about 40,800 in 2011 to about 51,000 cases in 2019. 
Uh, babesiosis cases in the U.S. are caused by a tiny parasite spread by the black-legged tick, which is in the exotic species found in northeastern and midwestern states. People can also catch it from contaminated blood transfusions, organ transplants, uh, who have uh, infected donors. Babies also can catch it from mothers with babesiosis. The de- the, this disease uh, was first identified in 1969 uh, in Nantucket Island in uh, Massachusetts in the United States. It causes a mild illness with no symptoms, but can also come up to be a serious disease with multi-organ system failure, as we mentioned with the Harlan virus. Uh, more cases of this means more illnesses, and naturally some people could die. Uh, the fatality rate is very low. It's 1% or less. People uh, that contract the disease from blood transfusions are mar- more likely to die than not, and they uh, are screening for that now. So the severity of the infection depends upon the person's immune system. For example, uh, the condition is more likely to be life-threatening for those who are impu- immunocompromised or uh, in the elderly. People without symptoms usually don't need treatment, but uh, people with a more severe illness can be treated with antimicrobial uh, medications. Um, uh, babesiosis uh, parasite in, infects a person. It can take one to six weeks for symptoms to show, and around 20% of adults and half the kids that get the disease don't get uh, symptoms at uh, all. So with the rise of uh, the Heartland virus, uh, which is rare than babesiosis, and with the rise of babesiosis uh, ticks, uh, it is very important that as uh, outdoor people and health providers, uh, and we uh, guide others into the backcountry, that we make sure that everyone is very well protected against tick bites, which includes per, um, permethrin on closing, uh, DEET uh, or uh, uh, on the skin, and remember to wear loose-fitting, uh, long-sleeved uh, uh, and long-laid uh, pants to cover our arms and legs, and uh, to uh, do frequent tick checks because once a, a tick uh, gets on a human, it doesn't bite immediately. It can take up to two hours. And in addition, it could take up to days before uh, spreading the disease. So, uh Practice all of these things uh, and uh, help us prevent uh, these diseases from uh, spreading and infecting uh, our families, our patients, uh, our friends, and others. This ends the update on these two uh, uh, diseases, which are in fact spreading and becoming more uh, prevalent uh, in the world. As always, we thank you for listening.